Hey, Jeff Probst, I'm finally ready to be on Survivor. Welcome to the Jungle Gyms Podcast. What's up, Banana Bunch? Mark here, host of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. You probably know that because you clicked on this and you're listening to it. Welcome to the show. My COVID brain is not letting me get through this easily, and I'll be going back for my nap as soon as this is done. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. I'm sorry I missed last week, but uh, it was very, it was a weird time for all of us. I've got a fun episode for you. As always, aren't they all fun episodes? I probably need new adjectives in my life. But I've got some good stuff. So coming up later in the show, I've got a uh, one of Survivor. Yeah, like the show Survivor that you've all watched incessantly. We've got one of the show's greatest villains ever. He came in with my pal Brad, and they gave me some insight on the behind-the-scenes of Survivor. We maybe tried to do a little food demo. There's a few other fun things in there, and you got to stick around for that. But as you can see right now, I'm hanging out in the hot sauce aisle because, whether or not this is true, the only thing I can really taste post-COVID are spicy things. So, I thought it'd be fun this week to dive in and meet one of my favorite people in the area now, and I'm really thankful he came on the show. He's a hot sauce YouTuber, amongst other things, skateboarder, you name it. But Brian Ames is joining the show today, and we're going to try some stuff like this uh, green bastard hot sauce today, something he's never tried before. So, you know what? Let's just toss right to Brian. Brian, what's up? All right, everyone, I'm here with Brian today, uh, King of Hot Sauce. I'm always giving everybody regal names and it's usually just King of that. But I, I mean, you I like are, it. you're a local You're a local hero. I, you cannot- uh, Thank you. I can't tell you how many people have been like, bro, do you know Brian? Do you know Brian? I was is like, it, no, is, I don't. Is that really a thing? It really, I'm more than like multiple people. One person knows Andy. Okay. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do skateboarding stuff together. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, but everyone else has just been like, yo, do you know this guy? And I was like, I mean, I watch a good amount of YouTube and I have seen your videos before. It's amazing. And I'm kind of easing my way back into hot sauce. Okay. Uh, emotionally, mostly. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but no, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't want to blow your head up too bad, but it's happened a ton. So I'm really glad you were willing to do this. So thank I, I, you. I'm stoked to be here. Uh, I'm, my my studio is like five minutes away from the Eastgate store. So I'm at Jungle Gyms, a version of Jungle Gyms all the time. So. I just saw you put out a video and you shot some of the Eastgate. Last yeah, week, right? I want to do like more destination. It's more, it's kind of like more destination stuff. So I want to find like, there's so many different varieties of like cuisines there. So I was like focusing on one like area of the world and I might try to branch out to like different cuisines and things like that but trying to find like the spiciest product from X and then kind of moving on and then eventually spiciest product the whole store or something like that oh that's really cool yeah we should do a video I would <laughs> I would absolutely love that I, and remind me afterwards I want to pitch you something yes on please that too. Um, well tell everybody who you are and what you are doing in case they don't sit in my DMs. Sure. Uh, do you want to go, you want to stay hot sauce or you want to do the whole I thing? I think you should tell me everything. Pretend I'm like a much more likable Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, okay. So my name is Brian. I have been on YouTube for quite a long time, like over a decade now, not necessarily in the hot sauce world, which I've been on. So, oh my God. I don't even know what the anniversary is. It's like four and a half years now, Cool. which is what my channel has been. So I own a couple skateboard companies. I own Revive Skateboards, Force Wheels, Three Block Skateboards, and then Pancake Attack, which is a children's line of clothing. Oh, cool. And we have a billion riders that ride for all the companies. Companies and they all have their own 
YouTube channels and social medias and everything like that. And I was also, I was so hesitant to be on uh, YouTube or like a larger version of social media for such a long time. And eventually I was like, all right, I got to do something. So I've, I had no idea what to do. Yeah. And I'm just like, I like spicy food. And so Andy Schrock, my business partner, who is like the main driving force between them from the marketing for our skateboarding stuff. Um, I forced him into a video and I was like, let's do that. We're going to do the Pocky one chip challenge. I'd never had anything like truly hot. <laughs> okay. So this is all, this is a first time experience. Oh my so God. we did the, we did the, the year one Pocky one chip challenge with a like slice of care of Carolina Reaper on top of it. Oh, and I had no idea what I was doing. Oh, that sounds awful. Already. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we did that and it, I survived and somehow magically didn't get cramps from that. Cause I think that would have traumatized me. That comes later in life. Right. But, um, <laughs> I uh, didn't get a cramp off of it, but I, you know, got huge endorphin dump, and uh, the uh, the people people loved watching it. So I'm like, I get, so I made another spicy video, and I'm like, wow, this is a lot of fun. And so that's what my whole channel's kind of revolved around for the last like four and a half years. So now it's hot sauce reviews. I hate calling them reviews. Hot sauce discussions, I guess you could say, and spicy products. I do some sour stuff too, but nine, 99% of it's going to be spicy. I, I like you all diving into some of the tamarind stuff yeah, on man. this week. I was just like, yeah. oh, I got hit to that recently. I was like, oh, what an interesting set of flavors. A little spice, a little like sweet. I'm not even sure really how to describe it, but. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, you, you see it like in, in Southern California, you see these like uh, like fruit carts mm -hmm. and you get this amazing like fresh fruit and they put the heat on top of it. And I'm just, it's so tasty. Oh yeah. And so I found these other products here and I'm just, I'm all about it. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, you said a, a phrase a minute ago, and since I am, again, just kind of dipping my toes into the uh, hot sauce world, what do you mean by an endorphin dump? Oh, it's, it's like, I mean, it's, uh, you get like a rush. It's like this, it's like, uh, I don't even know, like, it sounds gnarly to say that, but like the same thing, reason people do drugs or something sure. like that. Yeah. Like, there is a high that you get off of yeah. it. And so if you eat something that's truly super, super spicy, you get this like rush of endorphins. And huh. it's weird. If I eat stuff that's really hot, the sides of my hands go numb and my calves go numb. And weird. you get this like out of weird brain thing that's happening. And like there's this huge rush that happens and it's wild. See, like, I, mean, I, I am feeling like likable Joe Rogan here. This is like the DMT. I know, right? Well, I mean, this is that's why people like spicy food. It's like it gives you a rush. There's an endorphin rush that happens with it. And the, the spicier the thing it is, the higher that can become. Oh, I think you just unlocked an awful part of me today. Yeah, but you got to be careful because there's this thing that you get these stomach cramps if you don't uh, if you don't uh, prepare. And I've learned that the hard way. And so uh, that can be extraordinarily painful. But you can prepare for this? Yeah, there's there's a lot of gnarly things that people do to kind of do things. So my, the, some people just like they call it booting and something you just make yourself release it and okay so you get it out of your body like sometimes like um, does that work if people can do it it, it works okay like, sometimes it's so hot and you're going to there's nothing you can do to com to combat those cramps and so you don't want your body to process whatever you've eaten so the best way to do it is just you evacuate it yeah um i don't do that <laughs> control z um <laughs> yeah i don't do that or i i've i've tried really really hard not to do that one i'm incapable of making myself do it for some reason and two i just i find it weird to, I, I find it hard to do that yeah um so like the way i prep is if i'm doing i only do like something truly really really hot like four or five times a year and i do a massive smoothie like with a lot of like milk or some sort of base in there and then challenge and then a huge peanut butter sandwich on top of it, oh. and the hope is that it'll just like engulf the whole challenge and it'll just go right through your body and not touch anything because you have these pain receptors in your mouth, the same thing throughout your entire body. And as soon as something really hot hits that, it just turns it on. And it, it, instead of what you feel in your mouth as spice, it translates into like a stomach cramp and they are extraordinarily painful. I can't even imagine that. And I, you know, 
I'm assuming when you say something like eating spicy food or something really hot, like I, I feel like our definition of really hot is probably pretty, I mean, I like hot stuff, don't get me wrong, but I imagine it's a drastic difference. There's a difference between something that's like super hot and then something that is like life-changingly hot because right. there are things out there that are just, I mean, there's products that are like, I've had tinctures that have, that are, that have 16 million capsicum crystals in it. So it's pure capsaicin in crystal form like synthesized into like a dropper and one drop of it. Now it's called Lime Lament. It's made by a company called Inferno Farms. And to this day, it is ounce for ounce the hottest thing that I've ever had in my entire life. And this was one drop. And it like, it like took my breath away, full panic mode. Like, unbelievable. I don't even have it on camera because I was going to do a YouTube video on it. And I've done a lot of these tinctures in the past, which is basically just like synthesized, not synthesized, but you, you basically soak pepper or pepper powder in like grain alcohol, and then you reduce it, evaporation, and concentrates all of it into something. And then you can put like adjunct flavors into it and make it taste really good. But it's basically just like concentrated heat. They're delicious. And if they're done properly, and sometimes people make them for pain for just for power. And that's good too. Sometimes. And yeah, within reason, within reason, yeah, quarterly. Exactly. So I did like a drop of this just testing how much, how hot it was going to be. Cause I was going to do like three or four drops or something like that. And one drop just like standing up full panic mode, like, like water, seeing if I could find ice cream or something like that. Like just obliteratingly hot. I, I don't, part of me is curious to experience it. Right. One time you should absolutely. I, but there's another part of me that's just like, I, ugh, I feel like I, I think I waited too late in life to try now where I'm like, Oh, is my digestive tract what it used to be? Right. You know? Yeah. I still have people that come on the channel that want to get destroyed. Yeah. And, uh, I have a lot of fun with them. Oh, I it's, bet. It's, it's a, it's a good time. Oh my gosh. I, I, I can think of like 10 people in my life. I feel like I would love to just watch them go through this misery. Send them my way, please, 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 please. <laughs> That'd be great, like a little, uh, little like roulette action, you know? Dude, yeah, that'd be oh amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah, because I was gonna ask you, but the hottest thing, what was the hottest thing you've ever eaten that wasn't designed by like Walter White to ruin your day? Oh my god, let me think of something like that. That's gonna be tough. Um, there's a lot of, uh, like I was saying, I was going back to tinctures. There's a lot of tinctures that are that have a lot of like power behind them, but at the same time are delicious and they have a lot of. Um, uh, uses there's a company called J Small Batch, and mm-hmm. they make a lot of like I'd say like very very drinkable tinctures, basically where you can do like an entire dropper full on your tongue, and you're gonna get like very very lit up. But at the same time, it's kind of like a pleasurable experience. Oh, okay. Um, some different pepper pods are really good. Like I love ghost peppers. Like yeah. fresh ghost peppers are, are clearly extremely extremely hot, but at the same time, they have a, I actually enjoy that 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 flavor of them. Yeah. Um, but other things like, like for instance, like Carolina Reapers. I, I hate the flavor of Carolina Reapers. Sorry, Adams, but, but <laughs> it's designed for power. But a lot of them have like a huge like floral bouquet. Same thing with scorpion peppers. It's like really? it's like eating potpourri. Weird. That yeah. I, that was not at all what I was expecting flavor. So they can be very that. floral pods. But ghost peppers are delicious. They're oh. kind of smoky and fruity simultaneously. Oh, that sounds delicious. Kind of similar to like a Scotch bonnet or habanero. Like, okay, that makes love, sense. Love them, but just yeah. way more power. And they just look like the right amount of terrifying too. And that's why yeah. I'm at with yeah, it. Yeah, they're amazing. So you were telling, I, I should just not bury the lead here. I know off yeah. air we were talking about a particularly bad uh, hot sauce and cramping experience you oh, had man. early on. Yeah, uh, I think if you'd be into it, I'd love if you'd tell the audience the Vegas situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we need to, after this, we got to talk about positive stuff and salt and hot sauce though. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. No, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so Las Vegas, this, I was at a place called, it was called wing King. And it was early into my channel, probably like it was probably within the first calendar year. And I had a lot of hot things, but this was like the first like truly hot challenge. And I honestly didn't even go there to do it as a challenge. 
And I was just going to try the sauce. My buddy, um, uh, Steve, he lives in Las Vegas, and he did a video on it where he literally took a bite of one of these chicken wings, and it just, like, destroyed him, and it was really funny. And so I get there, and I was going to have the exact same experience, and I was just going to try the sauce. And I had... I had brought a, a filmer with me, and we get there, and we set up light, all these lights go up because we we're going to try it, and then all of a sudden, like everyone stands up, and it looks like a man versus food situation oh. where everyone like walks <laughs> over, and everyone thinks that I'm doing the full challenge, and so I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm trying it. Yeah, and so it's it's tw- it, it's it's a super evil challenge. I think I can't remember if it was ten or twelve wings, but it's kind of funny. The owner was like. They're 9 million Scoville, which is not... And he said it only uses peppers, which is not possible. You can't do that. Like, you can't take, like, a like a 2 million Scoville pepper and a 1 million Scoville pepper. That does not equal 3 million Scoville. That equals 2 million Scoville. It's only the hottest... It's the heat. It's the heat of whatever the hottest thing you're eating is. And so oh. it doesn't just add like that. And... Um, so it's not possible, but at the same time, like there are things like like plutonium number nine, which is a very powerful nine million Scoville extract. And when I tried the wings, I could taste like the bitterness after it, and so I'm pretty sure there's extract in this sauce. But anyways, my my way of going into this challenge was I I, I was going to not eat anything so that I'd be hungry, so that way I could power through the wings, and then we were going to have our nice little dinner after because we were there to eat. And that is the exact opposite thing you ever want to do is to put something truly hot onto an empty stomach because that is a, a cramping like situation. And so I, I got through five of them and then I called it quits. Cause I was actually, I was honestly, it was so hot. I was getting scared. Like I've never been scared before. Yeah. And like, I can, if you're like, if you're trying to go through a challenge, like you're, you know, like you're not your, your metabolism, but like, um, your endorphins are going, you're trying to make it through. Yeah. Um, and so, and everyone's around me, so it's all exciting, and so I'm just trying to, so I, I'm able to ignore the mouth pain, but I start feeling it down here, and I'm just like, I'd never felt that before, and so it started to get scary, so I stopped, called it, and I'm drinking water, and they bring me out some ice cream, and I'm drinking that, and I start to feel weird, I'm like, kind of like, almost like fluish, and, oh. and uh, we go to eat, and like, I, I, like, I couldn't taste food anymore, like food, like, uh, I, we had like a pizza, it tasted like a glass of water, basically, like, there was no flavor left to it, and we get back to the hotel room, and... I'm, we're going to bed, and I just get this stabbing, like, the most painful thing I've ever felt in my life. Like, literally, like, fall out of a chair pain. Like, your whole body just collapses. Wow. I can, like, like being stabbed by a knife or something. Just, yeah. like, the worst. And so I make it to the bathroom, and I'm just standing with my head down, like, over the sink. Like, just completely hunched over, pouring sweat. The sweat's, like, dripping on the ground. And then when it would stop, I'd get into this like hypothermic shake because I'm freezing cold now and there's the air conditioning's on in the hotel room. And then that continued for 33 hours. It did not stop. It was every 15 minutes for 33 hours. And I had no idea what was going on. And so during like the 15 minutes I had in between, I was Googling it, like trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm reading, I'm learning live about these cap cramps is what yeah. they call it, capsaicin cramps. And I learned there's nothing I can do about it because it had been too long that it's like, it's, I'm starting, my body's starting to digest it. And so you, there's, all you can do is ride it out. Yeah. Oh. And I was hoping it was only going to last, but it just never stopped. So this is, you know, we joked earlier, but this is the bad trip. This you is know? the bad, this, this, <laughs> so it's, to this day, this is the worst day of my life. And so Wild. I, for, so for 33 hours, every 15 minutes, I would get these cap cramps and it was like, Ooh. it was awful, absolutely awful. And I've had similar experiences, but I've never had anything that lasted that long. Oh, I bet. I, I can't, I can't even fathom that experience. It's just sitting there. absolutely awful. It does sound like... This is almost like the most Vegas shit that could happen to you, though. Basically, you know? <laughs> like save for the ambulance Basically. coming. And I know. I was you. like, I was like, at one point, I was like, do I? Uh, I was, I was like, okay, do I make it to a hospital? I was like, all right, now I'm trying to think of what this would take. So I'm on a skateboarding trip, and so they've left for the day, and I'm just like, just leave me in the hotel room, and I will survive. So I've got no car, 
So I'm like, all right, I have to make it downstairs and I have to make it to an Uber and I have to make it to a hospital. But I'm like, I can't make it to an Uber in 15 minutes before these come back. And if I walked, and also if I walked, it would like expedite that. And so yeah. 15 minutes becomes like five minutes or something. Like, right. So like, I'm moving. So I'd, I'd also, <sighs> during this whole experience, I also tried not to move in between. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't think I can make it to a... Uh, to an Uber or something like that and, and, and get to a hospital within 15 minutes. And I just refused to have like an ambulance come because I knew that there's nothing they could do about it. And so I just wrote it out and I had no idea how long it was going to last. And the, the, the 33 hour part was a surprise. I can't, that's like, <laughs> gotta be the worst part about it. It's like the experience, you're like, this sucks. Really. But the whole time I imagine you're just like, it'll be over soon. Yeah, but it just wasn't. A day and a half later. And I've talked to people about it in, in, uh, that, that have dealt with this before and yeah. no one has ever had anything that lasted that long. Like I've never, no one's ever at like 12 hours is the longest I've ever heard of anyone else doing it. It sounds like a perfect storm thing. It's like empty stomach, crazy over the top. And then you were still pretty new to the game at that point too. Yeah. Terrible, 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 terrible. Oh, wow. Well, so then in that case, what are some of the more fun parts of the hot sauce world that Uh, are not life-threatening? I mean, for real though, you've obviously like turned this into like a big part of your life. So I know there's obviously some thrill to it for you too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, nowadays, and this is like completely unintentional about how I kind of got into it, but like, so every Sunday is a dedicated hot sauce uh, video and I just like bringing awareness to the hot sauce industry. Believe it or not, the hot sauce industry is extremely small and extremely niche and it's not a large industry at all. Really? No, you'd think so, but it's not. It's very, very small and very, very niche. And so there's so many teeny tiny hot sauce companies. And so like, if I can have some sort of like small voice that I can allow people to find more sauces that are delicious and just and bring more spicy food into their life. And it's going to grow the industry and just continue to grow it up or lift it up because I've met so many amazing people just by working in the industry, not working in this, I guess I'm working in the industry by working in the industry and making videos and meeting people. And it's just, they're it's full of amazing, amazing people. And so anything I can do to kind of like lift that up and just add more spicy food to people's life, more hot sauce to people's life. The industry grows, I grow, everything grows all together. It's an extremely positive thing. And so I've dedicated my Sunday videos to kind of like highlighting different companies. A lot of them are very small and just sort of like trying to get people to eat more hot sauce basically. And that's so cool. Yeah, but I want to find stuff that are like, you know, I want to do the extreme stuff, the super, super hot stuff, but I also want to do stuff that's extremely flavor forward. So it's not just about, yeah. you know, destroying people or anything like sure. that. Like some sauces are like that, but not all of them need to be. I have this whole thing and I, uh, I probably, well, for those watching, you probably heard me say something similar last week too, but I've always thought it would be a fun thing to do is kind of, I, I guess what I was going to say is that I feel like the market sometimes because the extreme end of things mm-hmm. has gotten so, ex- there's so much excitement around it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't lie. It is very fun to watch people struggle, you know, (laughs) and, uh, but thinking about that, that I sometimes think that there's an opportunity for the market to capture an audience of people who are like, I don't like hot sauce. And you're like, you may actually might, but you don't want 9 million Scoville units. Maybe you just want a little heat on the side. And there's so many, like you said, flavor forward and just, yeah, more mild sauces that I think could even get that you know could get explored. So maybe that's something fun. We yeah, I've together. been uh, I've been ex- I've been dipping my toes into experiences like that. Just like one, I've been doing like like weird test marketing just with my family. So like it'll be like Christmas time or Thanksgiving, and I'll make a dish that I like to cook a lot. Oh, cool. And uh, I got worked in the restaurant. I never was a back of the house. I've always been front of the house. But I've worked in the restaurant industry. I was a bartender for thirteen years, and so I know the restaurant world very very well. And yeah. I love to cook. But anyways, so I'll bring something to like a holiday that is spicy but approachable to everyone because, you know, you're dealing with, like, in-laws that are older and grandparents and things like that. So I'll bring something, let them eat it, 
and then if they, once they enjoy it, I'll tell them how I made it spicy. And so explaining to people how you can make things that are spicy, um, you just tailor it to people's different um, uh, tolerances. And at the same time, I've done things like I wanted to do like uh, I've done like experiment a lot of things on the channel too. But like I'm thinking like like remaking um, uh, like fast food items, but making it spicy you know, or making, or putting my twist on it or things that are like common foods that people like to enjoy, but then making it spicy, but oh, doing, cool. but, but doing it in a way that it's approachable to a person that you're right. elevating something and not just making it hot for hot sake, right. but making it better through spicy. I love and that. So, and so that it's just, it's another attempt to try to just continue to show people that spicy food exists and get them to eat more spicy food, more hot sauce, and just continue to grow everything, basically. I love all the positivity out of you. I, I kind of got that vibe when you walked in the room anyway, but I oh. think it's really cool that you're doing that, too. <laughs> I, I, try, I attempt to. But again, like I, that's not that was never my like my implication in what I do. It just, it's translated into like something I foresee maybe being possible, and so I've kind of leaned into that a little bit more in the last couple of years. Again, as if my DMs are any indicator, <laughs> I, I do think it's working. Thank for you. And no, no bullshit. Like, I mean, for real, I Good. think it's a really cool thing and everybody's really excited about it. And a lot of, and these are, a lot of them are people who are not, or at least as far as I know in my life are not like spicy people. Sure, they're just sure. like, oh, this guy's cool. And he's like, I, I, I think they're just responding to what you're trying to do. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really cool. You know, I was gonna ask you on the YouTube ad, like what were some of the things, and maybe this is, we can give it the game for the audience a little bit, but like, did you have any like really successful tips as far as to get your channel to grow and to pop off the way it is? Oh gosh, so I mean, Luckily, I have a lot of friends that are already have very large established YouTube video mm -hmm. or channels. And so I do a lot of collaborations like Andy Schrock, who's my business partner. He's got like almost 4 million subscribers on YouTube. He's on the channel all the time. Um, but collaboration is the best way to do it. And yeah. so like say if, if, if you're trying to grow a YouTube channel, like say you have 50 subscribers, try to collaborate with somebody who has 100. And then once you get to 100, try to collaborate with somebody that's got 500. Um, or you can try to kind of go if you want to be like try to play the game a little bit more mm -hmm. like look at things that are trending or things like that like weird things like for instance like I'm trying to think of what the what the like the chocolate bar was but for instance like there's a super super hot chocolate bar and I'd done a video on it and then Casey Neistat had it in a video and then my videos got more views just because it was on that okay and so if a hot if a, if a if a fast food restaurant comes out with the newest spicy chicken sandwich or something like that, like yeah. try to be the first person to get the get the sandwich, get right. the, be the first person on YouTube with it. You know, pay attention to how your thumbnails work, pay attention to your titles, what works, do putting numbers in the in the titles work, do what does the word spicy work, does the world world's hottest work, whatever. You know, sure. just paying attention to it like that. If you want to do it like if you want to like play the YouTube game, right? Um, but I, I guess you kind of have to to a certain extent. Yeah, but um, but the things that I try to focus on is um quality, and so um. Like I, I started making my videos in 4K before a lot of people started making them in 4K. Mm -hmm. um, proper audio, proper lighting. I have a, I have a degree in photography, so I have a background in it, and so I wanted my videos to look good. Sure. I wanted the audio to look good. I wanted it to be like a pleasurable experience to watch it. I want yeah. the set to look clean. I was gonna say your set super clean. I, I really pay love attention the to the things that are behind me. Yeah. Uh, like I have skateboards on the wall. Like those are my, like the, my current line of skateboards on there, and then I give them away once we change lines. Oh, cool. Do stuff like that. I always put like Easter eggs back there and stuff like that. Oh, so that's kind of like that kind of thing. Just make everything look crispy and good and sound correct um so kind yeah, of put your best foot forward yeah i feel like that that easter egg thing's a great idea and i know jungle's gonna love it yeah, tell that, about that like 
Yeah, that's fun. I like to put Easter eggs out there. I want to do something like uh, make something super, super subtle, and then if somebody finds it, and then they would win something. I want to make a contest out of it. That's brilliant. You know, I think it's, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great way to engage the audience because exactly. like, we all want to play along, right? Like, and exactly. I think, I think a big reason that like a lot of the hot sauce tasting has become so popular is that it is. It's, it is kind of an interactive experience, you sure, know, yeah. that we could literally go to the store and buy some of these things and sample along, which yeah. I think would be so fun. Absolutely. That's really cool. I, I got to ask about the skateboard thing, even though <laughs> my extent of knowledge on skateboarding is really uh, the soundtrack to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That's, that got uh, so many, that, that blew up and gave so many people, like, got so many people into yeah. skateboarding. I, yeah, I'm disabled, so it was, like, one of those things I could never do. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to do it and then never really focused on it. But, like, how'd you get into that world? Man, so... I'm trying to think exactly how I started skateboarding. That is an insane question. Uh, I started skating in 1998, and I was actually a rollerblader first, and I was rollerblading. Oh, cool. And I actually met Andy Schrock, my business partner. We've been friends that long. And he skated, and I rollerbladed. And then I just thought the skateboarding looked a lot more fun. And so I picked up a skateboard, and I've been skateboarding ever since. It was in... Yeah, back in 1998. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's funny because we've been making, like, the same, like, the content that he puts out on his channel. We've, we were making that when we were kids. And it was, there, YouTube didn't exist. YouTube right. came out in, like... 2006 I want to say and um, so he was like one of the first people literally on YouTube and so he was the first person to put skateboarding on YouTube and the first person to put like personality behind skateboarding and so that's where he got his first like initial success and he's just a hilarious dude it's just his natural personality that's that's so cool that he's able to create a platform exactly yes yeah I, I grew up skateboarding with him and, so, and yeah. now you guys are like, are you making skateboards as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah so, we, uh, so our, distri- our skateboards are physically made in California, but we just do distribution outside of, out, out here in Cincinnati. Sure. But um, we're looking at um, doing a little bit like smaller releases where we're going to be rescreening our own board or screening our own boards in-house. Like we make, our, we, we make all our apparel in-house. It's been a fun journey. Oh, I definitely got to check that out too. Yeah, come by in time. We, we keep joking about wanting to put a half pipe in the stores or a quarter we have, pipe. We have, we have, we have a full skate park. Oh my gosh, that'd be hysterical. Wow. Yeah. That should awesome. be that'll be a follow up piece. Yeah, do 30, 30 feet from where my set is, you can hear it in my videos. Is a skate park. It's like, like right behind my wall, basically. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, okay, yeah, I definitely gotta check. Yeah, that you out. gotta come. Well, all right. Before we, I know we got a tasting, and we'll kick up to that in a second. But before we get to that, where can everybody follow you? Give us all your socials and that stuff. Oh man, I'm on I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, Graham, and uh, you're trying to get me into TikTok. I, th- I, I I joked with you off air. I legitimately feel like one of the crypto bros. Like, you got to get into TikTok, dude. I technically have a TikTok account, but I don't really use it that much. But anyways, on YouTube, you can find me at Brian Ames on YouTube. Um, and then on, on everything, basically, you can find me on Facebook, official Brian Ames. You can find me on Instagram at Brian Ames. And on YouTube, you can find me at Brian Ames. Perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> So I was going to say something wrong, but instead I found out uh, it's a different product. But um, we were so lucky to be graced by Lucky here today, helping us produce the show uh, with a hot sauce that Brian hasn't tried. So we're going to try that together. If you I have not. It. So it's Georgia peach and Vidalia onion hot sauce. Let's see what's in the ingredients yeah, in let here. Yeah, let, let me grab the spoons for us, Yeah, too. please do. You can pick out your favorite spoon from my cup of spoons. This one. <laughs> so... The, Okay, so it's the ingredients are water, cane sugar, red chili puree. So I was I like to give hot sauce companies is a little bit of crap when they do that. Like I don't under in a fun way. Of course. Um, it says real. It says red chili puree. I always say what chilies. I always say whenever I read, whenever I read that, it'll be like chilies. Like what chilies? Um, so it's we have the no, restaurant chilies. Actually, just, they've just yeah, been grinding no, right. those exactly. up. So so what chilies do you have in here? So it's the third ingredient. So it's the it's the whole base. Uh, vinegar, peaches, jalapeno peppers, salt, um, minced onion, tomatoes, Vidalia. It's a registered trademark. Vidalia onions, <laughs> <laughs> cayenne pepper, xanthan gum, ah, capsicum oil. 
So it's got that they got there's a there's a pepper oil in here that might add a little bit of heat to it, but I think it's gonna be pretty approachable. Yeah, I think it it sounds like one of those flavors that will be it's flavor gonna, forward. It's gonna taste like onions. It's gonna be sweet. Sure. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a oh, tasty. Yeah, guy. it smells nice. It'll be a tasty guy. It smells friendly. Famous last words. I'm interested to see how much of the peach that we get. I felt like I feel like that would actually probably sing pretty loud in this. Just because of the you know the nature of the sweet and heat kind yeah, of yeah. What, what did I? Where is the the peaches? It's um one two three four. It's the fifth ingredient. Well, we'll see. Cheers. See what happens. Cheers. Yeah. It's sweet. Pretty, oh yeah. Very mild. Very flavorful. You get the onion. You actually get a little bit of the peach. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised how much of the peach we really did get. And the the vinegar is actually kind of hidden, which is pretty good. Yeah. The little little tart tang bite. Yeah. That's very mild, but I really like that. Oh, uh, that's crushable. That's like the kind of thing you could use like in a half a bottle on a meal right. kind of thing. This is one of those sauces that I could say to somebody that was like, I don't like hot sauce. And I'm like, actually try this. I think you might like this. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, should, we tr- should we attempt a slightly hotter one just to see? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What do you? What do we think over there? Luck, you want to do the trailer park boys? That frostbite looks like that. I have a show tonight, so I don't want to That's going to be pretty day. mild. That's going to be pretty mild too. Oh, will be pretty mild? Old Bay is going to be extremely mild. Yeah, Old Bay is going to be for mom. Okay, so the trailer board we'll is a good move. Okay. I have not done. The, I did another, a different version of the trailer park boys. Yeah. Uh, sauce on my channel. You got it. Yeah. Brought it in. Hot sauce implement. <laughs> it's like the produce knife. <laughs> I cut, found out about those too. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had this one. But it, it's um, it's a Verde Swiss or green sauce, and Verdes, generally speaking, are a little bit more on the flavor forward side. Oh, okay. Um. He was normally made with like jalapenos or something. He's level four out of yeah, ten. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's but always just ten. I know, exactly, but it, it changes from company to company. Right. You know, so a lot of people, some people do like a four out of ten. Some people do out of nice five. Right. That one's yes. Yeah, that one's probably gonna be pretty thick. I'm into that. I do like the. Uh, that was one of the things I really liked about Farmer Nate sauces when I got those, where it was like, you know, the thick pepper base. Mm-hmm. So the hottest thing in here is it's it's jalapenos. So. Okay, so nothing too intense. Nothing. Well, that's fine. We, well, ne- next time we'll <laughs> ramp it up a Have little bit. Have you back. I'll, br- I'll bring some stuff next time. Oh, my gosh. And I'll just bring my, I'll make sure I have two days off. There you go. Cheers. All right, cheers. Um, some sort of oil in here. There's a creaminess. I'm trying to figure out where that's coming from. Oh, okay. Cilantro. So, oh, spinach, carrots. That's interesting. Olive oil. There it is. Okay. So the olive oil gives it like more of like the creamy texture. Yeah. Um, I love oils and sauces. Um, like I, I have a, a sauce that came out that just came out and it's got avocado, avoc- yeah, sorry, avocado oil in it. And I just love the, the, um, like the mouthfeel that oil and sauces. So olive oil or avocado oil or something like that just adds this like, I call it luxurious mouthfeel. And it, it really does. You can <laughs> definitely tell that it's there, but it has this like level of creaminess too. Yeah. Cause like an emulsification that happens and um, it's fantastic. That makes sense. I really did. This is a pleasing texture and that's it's a got, good sauce. The flavor's great too. And it's, I would say maybe a little hotter than the one we tried a minute ago. But a tad still. hotter. I don't know if I've ever had a sauce that has spinach in it. Yeah, we're here. We're knocking out first. I know. I don't think I've, I don't that, know. That line is going to be a TikTok clip. I know, right? <laughs> and so will this one. I don't think I've ever had spinach in the hot sauce before. That's, that's, so, that's a wild one. So we can always have something unique for you here at General James. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's man. That's so cool. Uh, speaking of sauce, and we can, we can uh, close on this. I understand. And by I understand, I mean I just tried it last week. But you have a sauce out now, too. I, I, I do. Um, uh, what, what can we talk about with that? It's, it's trickier because um, uh, very uh, so it's called it's made by High Desert Hot Sauce Company. It's a collaboration. So Zach Perkins over there is a fantastic guy and he made an amazing sauce it's called Ghost of Saffron. 
Um, it was supposed to be extremely limited edition. It's kind of hilarious because, like, at first he, he was like, let's make 300 bottles of it. I'm like, that is way too much. Like, I have no idea if anyone's going to want to buy this hot sauce. <laughs> like, that is too much. Because I'm, like, paying out of pocket to, like, split the cost with him, you know? I'm like, right. I don't know if anybody's going to buy it. And so it's got – so basically what I said, I, I told him, like, these are all the things that I like in hot sauce, and then you take these and then make a – hot sauce out of it. So I was like, I want ghost peppers and I want scotch bonnets because are my two favorite peppers. One of them is, so ghost peppers is, is my favorite super hot and scotch bonnets got like a pins and needle things that happen in your tongue. Oh, so cool. you, get, you get a varying burn, like kind of a back of the throat and then a tongue burn. Um, and I want it to be a taco sauce. And so there's a lot of like, there's, uh, there's cumin, there's, uh, there's um, uh, toasted sesame seed in there. There's tons of garlic, two different oh. kinds of garlic, roasted and not roasted garlic. The toasted sesame seed, I'm pretty sure. And I know it's been a while since I've watched it, but I know, I, I swear that was like one of the flavor notes we tried. In yeah, the so, there. yep. Awesome. Yep, so that's in there. And there's like a lime juice to bring some brightness to it. So I want it to be like a taco sauce, but have other implications, like applications you can put on anything. Yeah. And then I wanted to have like a really high-end premium ingredient. So there's a little bit of saffron in there too. Beautiful. And the saffron like adds a lot to it. Um, but it's been great. Um, the first batch sold out really quickly. The second batch sold out in two minutes. Oh my gosh. And the third batch sold out in uh, like five hours. And so he's bringing it to his like his like full lineup. He was a super small company. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like he's making like ten gallon batches at a time. Sure. And now he bought like a huge forty gallon kettle. It sits on the floor. He's oh, like, that's so cool. Getting a warehouse, <laughs> and I'm trying to talk him into like hiring help to help him. And it's like this. It's, it's all the goals that I want in the hot sauce community. You know, it's like yeah, everything I want to happen. And so it was supposed to be this like super limited edition sauce. I didn't want my name too big on it or anything like that. So it's got my name. My little logo is like real tiny. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, you know, like the logo of the sauce. I wanted to be big. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's bringing it to his like full on lineup. And it's, he's, it's so funny because like he's getting a bunch of orders. And he's all stressed out about getting about on time. He's like the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> and so I'm very excited about it. Um, and it's and people have really, really loved it. We're really proud of the sauce. And um I'm hoping you get, you should be able to get it. It should be available here at the Jungle Gyms pretty soon because I'm, I'm I believe it's going to be getting distribution. So I'm excited about Congratulations, that. Congratulations, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. You just seem generally. I mean, man, you're just like a cool dude with a good positive attitude and energy. I really appreciate. That. I never wanted to make a hot sauce because I thought it was like a conflict of interest because um, like because I, I like I review and talk about hot sauces all the time and so I was always against making it and people have approached me in the past and and so I was like I don't want to do it until I find a company that. I feel like it's right. And so a couple of years ago, like my father passed away um, kind of suddenly and Zach reached out to me without like any um, like prodding. Like he reached out to me. He's like, I want to make a benefit set because uh, my dad uh, died of complications from kidney failure. And he was like, I want to make a benefit set. And he knows he by watching my videos, he knows how obsessed with mole I am. So he's like, I'm going to make a custom mole sauce for you. We're going to make it this four sauce benefit set. And then all the proceeds are going to be donated to the kidney foundation. And he came up with this without, I didn't even know the guy. That's and he was just a hot sauce company watching my videos. And he knew all this about me, yeah. knew this had happened and approached me with this. And so he'd made this, he made this amazing mole sauce and he was like, all right, taste this test batch. And it's got a lower quality chocolate in it. And so I taste it and it's really good. And then it was amazing. And then he sent me the the, the, the final batch that had the high quality chocolate in it. It was like lights, in, like day and night better. And so not only is he like coming from an amazing place, but he's also making an incredibly amazing product simultaneously. So I was just like, if I'm ever going to do a hot sauce, then Zach is the guy I'm going to go with. Yeah, because exactly. he's all, like a great guy. He's too. just like the best dude ever. That's so cool. Oh, man. 
What a cool life you've got going on. It's, it's a amazing. weird one. It's a weird it, one. Yeah, but isn't it fun? Yeah, it's a lot. Dude, I literally host a podcast in a grocery store. I know, it's amazing. It is a, yeah, it's a weird. It's, a, I, I'm it's glad amazing. We, I'm really glad we got to meet today, Brian. Yes, I really appreciate yes. you coming and taking the time. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and now that I know your love of mole, I've got a little something for you after the show. So nice. Yes, That's a secret it. to every, well, but actually the podcast viewers might know exactly what I'm talking about. But dude, seriously, thank you for coming out. You're very really welcome. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Anytime. You need, to, you need to come by, see, the, see the park, come on the channel. Let's do a video oh, together. Be so cool. It'd be amazing. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Let's I'm do it. in. Hundred percent. All right. I'm like starting. I'm like getting like the blushing nervousness. Where I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a tough stomach day that day. I'll I'll, I'll tailor it appropriately. Brian, thanks so much for coming on the show. I had a great time, and I loved your Vegas story. It was hilarious. Now, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, Mark, if I was gonna try and win Survivor, I'd probably need to learn how to open a coconut. So. I figured when my buddy Brad came by with one of Survivor's most infamous villains, Johnny Fairplay, maybe I could learn how to beat the system. Well, Johnny, you were great. You gave us some great tips on Survivor, uh, but you still didn't teach me how to open a coconut. So while you all watch this interview, I'm going to stand right here in front of all these customers, forcibly getting my way inside this coconut. All right, here we go. All right, everybody, this is one of my favorite things about Jungle Gyms, when you never know who's gonna walk in your office, and I'm just happy to be sitting there putting together this episode that I keep delaying, but it's gonna work out great for all of you. There's the Mark Cam. Uh, and of course, I see my buddy Brad, and then I'm like, he's got someone with him, he looks so familiar. So first off, hi, Brad. Hey, how's it going, Mark? Uh, it's going amazing, and thank you for doing this, and also thank you for bringing Johnny in. Hello, Johnny. What a, I think you're my biggest star on the show so far. Well, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if that's <laughs> good or bad, it's but great. you know. Honestly, look. <laughs> was, 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 was Jim J. Bullock not available? <laughs> <laughs> I've been emailing Boston Rob for like 11 years and just not getting anywhere. Yeah. But no, all kidding aside, this is so cool. So tell me what you guys are up to. to well, so everybody watching the show, this is happening tonight, Wednesday, May 25th. I don't know how days work anymore. At Pinball Garage. Seven, in Hamilton, seven o'clock at Pinball Rock. Pinball garage. Yeah, so talk to me about what's going on. Johnny. All right. Give so, him the spiel. Well, you got Johnny Fairplay, Survivor Hall of Famer, the the creator of the Dead Grandma Lie, <laughs> pretty much the coolest guy I know. Talk to the other coolest guy I know, Brad Baker, Pinball Garage. I'm just like, hey, man, you guys love Survivor in, in the Ohio area. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you look at the demographics for viewership in the history of Survivor, tonight is the finale of season 42. Ohio has the highest viewership of Survivor fans wow. anywhere on the planet. No kidding. And, yep, and this, all, this all puts together because Johnny is a longtime friend going on probably, what, eight years now? Yeah. And a uh, huge pinball fan. So he's been to Pinball Garage once before. Uh, we built a custom VP Cabs pinball machine from my other business for him. Oh, cool. Like a long time ago. Uh, and uh, he plays it all the time. Now he's now he's got a few real pins. Uh, we're doing some upgrades to his uh, virtual machine. That's and uh, so we're just like, man, we got to do something together. So is that how you all became friends in the first place? Yeah, yeah. Through That's the pinball, so cool. through the love of pinball and uh, building a machine for him. He, he drove. He he was coming through town for an event that he was doing like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. No, Stop. no, no. I drove here just for that. No way. I thought you were like in no, town for something. No, no. I, I like the so. night before, you know, turned got a little, little hairy. But, <laughs> but yeah. no, I came just for that. And driving back, it was uh, one of the biggest snowstorms I've ever been in. Crap, we're, that was in the winter. That's right. We, we were driving. <laughs> so we we get uh we we get to VP cabs. You load up the table, and uh, I was like uh. 
I was like, ooh, Ikea. Like, like, like basically like a, a dog with a shiny toy. No, no, that's Johnny. <laughs> that's Johnny in a nutshell. And I was, I was like, oh, Ikea. Squirrel. I was like, I, yeah. I was like, Ikea, sweet. Like, like we have time to stop by there. I, and I mean, and it's literally snowing as we, so we go to Ikea. I buy, I buy a stupid rug. <laughs> <laughs> a Swedish rug. You need and, a travel uh, rug. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Ties so, together. so, so it, it did. It's red. It's beautiful. <laughs> and so we're driving. So we're, we're, uh, we're near Nitro, West Virginia. My buddy's driving driving his two-wheel drive truck and we're on the highway like like eight lane highway like 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 four lanes one way four for the other we're driving and i'm just like uh my buddy's like uh you think this is bad i was like ah oh, we're 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 ahead of it uh, the, the the bad stuff's not coming for a while we're good just keep going <laughs> on on eight line eight lane highway we do two 360s in the middle of the highway, and he was like, I think we should pull over. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, maybe. <laughs> with, 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 the, with the pinball on the back. Yeah, man. Oh and, and so we, we take the exit ramp. We get all the way the top, almost the top of the exit ramp, and, 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 and it won't go any further. <laughs> as we, but yeah, I have a horseshoe up up somewhere. So as we're at the top of the ramp, this tow truck is coming to get somebody. We're like, hey, we're here. Wouldn't it be a lot easier just to grab us? He was like, I guess. Dude has the craziest coincidental <laughs> luck ever. I like, love that, so, though. Yeah, yeah. So take, uh, tows us to to the hotel, and so we, we get a room, and I post on social media. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm in Nitro, West Virginia. Um, you know, we're stuck here. I, I just picked up a pinball table. You know, hopefully we can leave tomorrow. And then some fans are like, Hey man, I'm near there. I'm coming. Start drinking right now, and your bar tab's covered when I get there. No so That's this crazy. guy, an hour and a half, shows up with his friend, and he was like, "So, so what happened was I was on my way to come here, and I totaled my car. I still came. <laughs> so I called my friend to come get me. I just left that. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, Meanwhile, my buddy's on Tinder trying to hook up with chicks and like they're sending pics and they're asking, you know, for, uh, for him to send pics back. He's like, I don't know. My buddy, uh, my buddy that shows, or the, the fan that shows up, he, he goes, Hey man, you need a pic? Use mine. <laughs> And and he's sitting there talking. He's, he goes, he goes. Right now, I'm currently in the finals of casting for Survivor, and I'm just like, Chris, send me that pick because if he gets on, I'm sending this to all the other survivors. <laughs> That's amazing. Of course, he doesn't get on. Uh, so every conversation you start with Johnny goes type, this type of path. I yes. swear, yes. It's, yes. Like, very, it's incredible. Very much. The stories are like. <laughs> You need like twenty podcasts for the stories. Yes, it just so that's how we that's how we met originally. Yeah, and then uh, we just kept in talks for years just because of the pinball thing. Uh, and then when we opened up Pinball Garage, he was like, "Man, next time I'm in town, we're coming through, we're doing something." Yeah. So he was in town for a well, viewing party, right in Loveland, I think. Yep. It's what it was. It was a Loveland viewing party in Loveland. Swung by, uh, brought his machine to me to work on, uh, and uh, and and he's picking it up here. So we we arranged all this and thought, man, it would be fun just to do a viewing party at Pinball Garage. Uh, why not? You know, uh, he's got tons of fans. We've got a pretty awesome, loyal crowd. Oh, and, for uh, sure. And uh, figure just be a fun event. Uh, and some for great food, too. We got to throw. I, yeah, I want to, as somebody you. who's uh, maybe planned to have you out here to talk about that here soon, I got to just drop the plug. We now. got some such cool new things coming for food stuff. We can't wait to share. We've got a new chef coming on board oh, cool. that, uh, that is going to be a full time and really help us curate things to the next level um, and not your average bar food. Uh, it's called Briscuitology Barbecue for the shameless plug. Do it. It is inside a pinball garage, uh, but uh, we specialize in like brisket type of things. Yeah. 
but we do barbecue in general and some other really cool funky stuff. Uh, I just I'm still dreaming about that smoked Reuben, baby. Dude, I'm oh, telling man. you, that was a huge hit. I mean, we made been. five times as much this past week for St. Brisket's Day, uh, which is our made up holiday that <laughs> we made. Perfect. The first time we sold out in like an hour, um, and we thought we had a whole weekend's worth. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and and the, so the dinner crowd was really upset. So we said we'll do it again, and instead we did it on St. Patrick's Day the first time. So we're like, yeah, we're gonna do it, and we're gonna call it St. Brisket's Day. Why not? Yeah, perfect. Uh, and uh, and I made five times as much food, and we still only made it three meal services. Uh, okay, lunch, dinner, and lunch the next day. Yeah, right, that's awesome. Um, and uh, so it was a pretty big hit, um, even though the price of brisket right now is insane. Sure. Uh, people are, uh, just the community is awesome in Hamilton in general. Just our regular crowd and folks that find us through social media. Uh, we just got really, really great folks that really like what we're doing. Uh, my son Bradley's a GM there. He's doing a bang up job running the show. Uh, and uh, everybody's just excited about today. It's gonna be fun. It, it, you know, if yeah, 10, if like 10 people time. or 100 people show up, Johnny has a good time no matter what. So we're gonna have, we think it's gonna be a pretty epic crowd, but we're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it now too. Like this is exciting. Johnny, you got a ton of energy. I love that. Yeah. It's well, I mean, I, this is a slow day for Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you've been jumping through my TV screen forever. But this day. is Johnny Fairplay woke up at 5 a.m. to yeah. to drive here. So like last night I drove to Tennessee. I, I I I tried to break it up a little bit. So last night I was in Tennessee with Big Tom uh, from Survivor Africa and all mm -hmm. and All Stars and and Tanya Vance from Survivor Thailand. So we were up until like midnight and then 5 a.m. wake up call. I'm, I'm on the road here, but. No, tonight should be crazy. We're, we're doing, uh, it's the Survivor Season 42 finale. Uh, we, uh, uh, during the commercial breaks, so the event starts at 7, the show starts at 8, and, and it's a three-hour, uh, it's the two-hour finale and then the reunion show. So, but during the commercial breaks, we're doing trivia. And so, uh, I asked trivia questions. I have signed, autographed uh, uh, photos of some of your favorite castaways going back to season one. And we have, we have special guests. We have Matt Bischoff, who was on Survivor Care Moment. The beard. The, the, Matt the Beard Bischoff. <laughs> uh, he is a Cincinnati uh, native. Oh, cool. and, and we have Kentucky Joe, Roger Bingham from season two. Two. Oh no, kidding! He's gonna be there tonight. Wow! So and Fun then we're stuff. all that was my gateway season, by the way. Oh that's well, two. that's that, why I jumped in. That, that's so how, that's that, awesome. That's how it begins. Oh my god! So, but we're also uh, so it's the season uh, forty-two finale, and I have a season forty-two buff signed by one of the final five castaways. On that's this so season, cool. yeah, no yeah. kidding! On that's awesome. On this season, and so I'm doing a giveaway tonight, and I guess we can give a peek behind the curtain. Yes, I thought that this is a beautiful lead-in, honestly, Johnny. So, yeah, Brad, you brought in a case of Balut, which let me just read the official. Here, I'll read the official uh, take on Balut here. Sure. Uh, Balut is a popular food commonly sold by street vendors in the Philippines and Vietnam, Vietnam, where it goes by a different name. It consists of a fertilized duck egg that has been incubated for approximately 18 days. Uh, this means that this results in the formation of a partially developed embryo inside the shell. So... You know what that means, folks. And Brad, you were way too eager to agree to eat this in front of us, but I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm still going to do it. I yeah, know, I know. I'm, I'm going to do it. Like the more we thought you about know, it. You know, as much food TV as I watch and as much Balut as I've seen, I've been to the Philippines. In the Philippines, one of my goals was to try some Balut. And we just ended up with so many different things going on that it never came, it never organically crossed my path. And I never really just went out and sought it out. And right. then you're there a few days, lots to see. And, uh, and it was like, man, I, we got in the airplane to come home. I'm like, 
I was literally at the mecca of where Balut's from and I never, I yeah. didn't try it. So it's kind of haunted me since then. That was like four or five years ago. <laughs> and uh, like, you know, I just got to get one under my belt. Um, yeah, I've, tried, the day. I've, I've tried lots of crazy foods over my life, in my life. And, and I'm kind of willing food wise to try just about anything. I'm just uh, laughing at the idea I that you're you like- I sent you that crazy video of those chips I was eating, <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. those gross chips. I have a pie set um, too. I still haven't bothered to open them up. I, know, I heard the horse meat one kind of tastes like dog food. It was, it was rough. Which I'm really um, into. It's um, a hot new food trend uh, that I'm trying to make happen. Well, um, you know, call me up. Yeah, I will. Dog gladly. food, eh, you know, whatever. Balloon. Oh, um, it's gonna be worth time. I, so. so on Survivor, this has been a uh, an immunity challenge. You know, to to make it further in the game. Yeah. So so we are bringing this to Pinball Garage tonight, and so whoever eats the the balloon first wins a season forty two buff sign by by. One of the final five. That's I can't, amazing. I can't, That's I can't, I can't say. No, we'll save the spoiler for later. Yeah. You got to go to so, the event. But uh, so, but this is happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brad, without further ado, do you Brad's need a madman. Oh, we'll give you a little, give you a little plate. Maybe a little plate. Um. Okay, well, that didn't go quite as planned because it turns out you're supposed to boil balut before you eat it. And as much as I would love to see someone get sick in here, I actually do not want anybody to get sick in here, especially when I like them. So in that case, I think this is a good time just to tell everybody to come out and watch them do it for real yeah, tonight. I'm kind of bummed. I, I might uh, save one for myself for tonight because I was, as, as gross as it looks, I was pretty pumped to try one. Yeah, so I think it would have been fun to watch it do it. Now that I've seen it full on, I'm like, I don't think I have that it's, uh, uh, testicular fortitude, as it were. No, not, not in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a little more intimidating seeing it this way. Way more intimidating. Like, I'm like, oh, super. the yolk and, oh, yeah, There's feathers. Yeah, it, it almost looks like hair. I was just like, bee. oh, what a nice, he looks like Huey, Dewey, and Louie happening yeah. on the plate. It's very weird. Almost oh, like a little boy. puppy in there. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it is oddly adorable. I hate it, to say it. It is. It's so <laughs> it really I can't is. wait to cook one later. Oh, God. So, but, uh, but everyone, uh, please come out to... Uh, Pinball Garage, Hamilton, uh, Ohio. You guys know that. Uh, starts at 7 o'clock. Um, Sonder Brewing has done uh, three special beers for this evening. Oh, cool. You have, uh, uh, so Matt Bischoff's going to be there. So we have Bischoff's Beard IPA. We have. With uh, actual beard trimmings, I heard. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Wizard Mode. That's for Pinball Garage. I'm so excited uh, to, to try that. And then. You have Johnny's Dead Grandma Seltzer. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fruit punch seltzer. Oh, that's we, good. We are so excited for, for all this. So, and uh, we're, we're doing a, we're doing a 50-50 raffle uh, benefiting uh, JDRF. Uh, the, the, oh, the uh, Junior Diabetes Research Foundation, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so, so that'll be going on. So, you know, if we, we can, uh, you know, kind of give back uh, while we're doing this as well. And then we're going to crown a new uh, Survivor Champion. That's, that's not me. I love it. I'm into it. <laughs> all right. Before I let you leave uh any weird survivor facts you'd be willing to share with the audience something that you haven't talked about ad nauseum mm -hmm. uh, weird right and i'm just trying to think of some things that we might not notice as people that watch the show that's like you know because you hear some of the behind the scenes stuff you're like oh no they actually really did eat the blue or you know that kind of stuff yeah well i mean everyone thinks start a rumor i'm into it no <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm for that as well uh no every, everyone thinks they feed us they're, they're cheap like why if if they gave us food and didn't show it, like, you know, why would they add, have that in the expense, you know, for the show? So, yeah. so number one, they're cheap. So they're not number two, they don't want you happy. Like, cause if I'm happy, I'm not, I'm complacent. Right. So they want me hangry and, and that's better television. So they don't give us food. But I think the, the biggest thing is I'm out. When, yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when, when Jeff does the, uh, you know, I'll collect the votes. So when Jeff says I'll collect the votes, 
It's 45 minutes before Jeff comes back and you're wow. not allowed to talk. You have to sit in silence like, like, you know, like, like a, a kid, yeah. you know, in, 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 in school. And uh, so they go and, you know, production puts the votes in the, in the best order for, for dramatic effect. Sure. So, but that's 40 minutes of silence and, and just, you're just like, like, I can tell you who's going home, Jeff. Like, right. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I know everyone else's vote. So I can, I can tell like, you give me three minutes, I got those in order. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. This is not another episode of Rock and Roll Jeopardy on VH1, yeah. my friend. Yeah, so, yeah. For, 40 minutes later. So, but, uh, but that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that's, that's the big thing that, you know, so, but, uh, but otherwise, I mean, what you see is what you get. Uh, you know, it, uh, every, a, a lot of people think, that survivor happens in real time. And I'm just like, well, you saw three days over the course of 45 minutes. So that should be clue number one. In real <laughs> and then time. They, and yeah, then, it's like episode of 24. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like season well, of 24. Well, that, that's the great, like, so survivors aren't allowed, like if you're, if you're on the, if you're a current castaway, you're not allowed to go to these viewing parties because there's a lot of people that think this happens in real time. And I'm just like, how mathematically, how does that work? Because yeah. you watched last week and someone got voted out. Do you guys sit, sit and, in a chair and wait for a week before and, you and, start and, filming and, again? Like, and, and, guys, guys, and, take and, a week off. Yeah. And, and when, and, and when the show begins the next week, you know, it's just like, Ooh, like, you know, like it begins like right after tribal. It's just like, Oh, that was a crazy tribal council. Like, like you, the suspension of disbelief is, is gone. Like, like we're leaving off where we left off last week. <laughs> so even if they filmed them all, like, like even if it was live from episode one, it's still done by the end. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. And you think part of it would be like, we should encourage not yep. to like, oh, people to know how time yeah, works. Because, because so I've done, uh, I've, I've done a, a viewing party almost every I think every single every single episode this season, except for two, I actually did my podcast. Yeah. Uh, go to youtube.com slash reality NSFW. That's reality not safe for work. Sweet. So so check it out. But uh, but yeah, I've missed most of them this season because I've been doing live viewing parties. Sure. And uh, I've may or may not have had uh, season forty two castaways at my parties. <laughs> <laughs> like like when I say it's it's Johnny Fairplay and whoever plus surprise castaways. Uh, peek behind the curtain. That means it's a current castaway. <laughs> I love it. Oh, nice. Giving up a little heat and secret on the show. Johnny Thanks, Fair Johnny. Play breaking the rules? Yeah. What? Whoa, I know. What? This, this is, this is yeah. breaking yeah. news. Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call so. Probst. Yeah, Don't right. call Probst. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! What a cool experience. Well, thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Like, great. Good luck tonight. Seriously. Yeah. Well, well the, the cool thing is, like, you know, if, if we could have been ill prepared for this evening. Yeah, we found so, out now. This yeah. worked out you good. You totally helped us. And in yeah, that yeah. case, you're welcome, guys. Oh uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sorry for tossing a baby duck in your trash can. It's okay. <laughs> We're gonna take it outside. We'll make someone else eat yes. it. Yeah, we could bury, bury it or. You know, <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like I'm attached to it now. <laughs> Did you name it? You have to raise it now as your own. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I can get that attached to me. Man. Woof. Yeah, I'm not trying to. All right, boys. I'll end it here. I'm like, awesome. I keep staring at it like, yep. this is never going to end. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for watching the show this week. I really appreciate it. I've got a little more hot sauce content coming up next week. You're going to meet Kai from Dude Seriously Hot Sauce. He's a really interesting character. And we went around the store and bought a bunch of people their groceries. It was a ton of fun. I can't wait for you to see it. You'll also meet some other people in coming episodes like comedian Ron Irvin, who's famous for having the smallest apartment in New York City. You may have heard about him on TikTok, uh, as well as a bunch of other fun things. And, you know, you can always reach out to me at podcast at junglegyms.com if you want to give me a suggestion or 
a request. We've got a form on our website, too, at junglegyms.com if you want to check that out. And, of course, you can also call the hotline at area code 513-674-6855, and I'll play you on the show. Okay, I really need to stop doing this. I, I, I don't know what I'm even saying at this point. So thanks for watching, uh, and I'll see you out there in the aisles. Almost forgot that part. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.